Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Thank you so very much for tuning in. We are doing a mic check this evening due to some technical difficulties that were encountered for the evening, but we want to ensure that the show would be recorded for those that were not able to hear the show live. So once again, if you are tuning in, thank you so very much for your patience. We'll be starting the show time in approximately five minutes. Looks like we are currently recording, which is a great thing. So once again, thank you everyone for your patience, and we'll be starting within the next five minutes. Once again, for everybody chiming in on the lines, you are now tuned into POET Radio, Faith Inspired Expressions. Due to technical difficulties this evening, we will be starting this show momentarily. Once again, thank you so very much for your patience. For those that are currently listening to the show, this is why we are restarting, because we want to make sure that the show did get recorded. We wanted to make sure that it would not just be restricted to those able to listen live. So once again, thank you so very much for your patience, and we will be starting the show momentarily. Once again, this is Enigmatic Mahogany, waiting to hear from each and every last one of you. Have a blessed one, one moment.
All right, all right, all right. Thank you once again, everyone, for your patience and understanding through the technical difficulties. We are about to get this thing started. I see the callers are getting back on the line. We are just waiting for our special guest to chime in this evening so you will be able to hear the wonderful testimony that he has for this evening. He actually just tuned in. We're going to go ahead and get this thing started like we always do at POET Radio, people of extraordinary talent, where Black Ice is our CEO and leader, and I am proud to say that he is my brother. Love, love, love him to life. Everyone, you are now a part of Faith Inspired Expressions. What to do when the heart breaks. Starting us off this evening, Faith Inspired Expressions. Willing to do just about anything. I I'm addicted, can't you sense? I need it like my body needs air. Stand in between it if you dare. Satisfied with nothing less. The mic you have just got to bless. Each stanza infiltrates, taking me away from the sinful state. My worries begin to cease. But tonight, we will share our peace. Through faith-inspired expressions, you will definitely get your peace. Start your week off right. In darkness, allow faith-inspired expressions to be your light. Come on now, you know you need your fix. I, Enigmatic Mahogany, am your pusher, overdosing you on faith-inspired expressions. And that is that piece. Tonight, for those wondering, you know, what's this show about? What, what's she going to be talking about this evening? It's Valentine's Day. Well, that is very true indeed. However, with that being stated as well, it is also American Heart Month. Something that we need to be in tune with, not just that puttering and I'm in love or I'm in a relationship, but something very serious. We want to take it to heart tonight. See, heart disease is the leading cause of death for men, women, and people of most racial and ethnic groups in the United States. And can you believe that one person dies every 36 seconds in the United States from cardiovascular disease? About 655,000 Americans die from heart disease each year. That equates to come out to be that's one in every four deaths. And that information is made available via the CDC. Now, with that being stated, we don't want an individual that may be encountering heart disease to be completely upset or completely hopeless. And I actually found this very inspiring quote that I wanna share with everyone on the lines tonight. It was from Chris Courtney Williams. He is 71 years old and he's a dedicated football player. Now, when he had a heart attack, he feared he'd have to quit his favorite game. But his quote is, my advice to anybody who has had a heart attack is not to simply think that it's the end, Life can continue on normally afterwards. And I know that it can. And guess what? BJ knows that it can as well. Before we bring BJ on the line, I always want to make sure that we share a poetic expression. This particular poem was written by James Bridgerman, 76 years old. And he actually wrote this poem after he was diagnosed with heart failure. There's a wolf padding round in my bedroom. I can tell because I hear the sound, the bump of his feet on the carpet, and the whoosh as his tail swings around. There's a wolf padding around in my bedroom with eyes shiny and red. Now he's quite neat. I can hear him. Oh, please let him stay off my bed. There's a wolf padding around in my bedroom. I know it seems strange. Can you see? But when I come to bed, there was no one else, no one at all, only me. I open one eye to the darkness and right by my side I can see 
two fiery red eyes of this monster, and he's looking directly at me. This wolf padding around in my bedroom, logic says it's not really there. It is coming my slumber to wake me and certainly give me a scare. Reaching out to just touch it, I get a bit of shock. It isn't a monster I'm touching, and the red eyes belong to my clock. The sound I have heard is my heartbeat, and the eyes say quarter to three. There'll be no more strong cheese for my supper. I don't think it agrees with me. Once again, this poem was written by James Bridgman, 76, the day that he actually got diagnosed with a heart attack and cardiovascular disease. Well, this is the moment that we've all been waiting for, everyone. You know, I'm a communicator. I love to talk, so I could talk to y'all all night long. I really could. But Tonight, we are here to hear from Mr. B.J. Lewis. We want to welcome him to the show. We are so very glad to have him. And once again, I see your 313. Big shout out for you all for calling back in. I greatly appreciate your continuous efforts to get in tonight. Because see, tonight, something miraculous is going to happen. You need to hear this message. And I'm glad you're here to hear it live and direct on POET Radio. For those that did not hear, I am Enigmatic Mahogany. B.J., do we have you yes, in the building? Can you hear me? Welcome, welcome. I can hear you, VJ. Welcome to the show. Thank you so very much for taking the time out of your Valentine's Day to come here and provide awareness, making sure that Thank everyone you. is in tune. Because, you know, sometimes people think heart attacks can only happen to older people. You know, they think it's only 60 and 70 year olds. So, before we even get into all of that, BJ, because I realized that, yes, there was a circumstance that you encountered, but before that happened, you were a person. So let the people on the lines know, because I know there's 313 and a lot of them probably know you, but like the 517s, mm -hmm. 256s, they probably don't know BJ. So give them a little bit about <laughs> you in your life as they should know tonight. Okay, well, I'm going to give a shout out 256 because I went to Alabama, you know, so that's, that's Huntsville, mm -hmm. Alabama right there. So yeah, so most of the people that um from two five six will know the story or they might not um being on Facebook or Instagram or, or what's or not. But basically, um like you said, most 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 people have a heart attack that's that's older, sixty, seventy. I was thirty. So, you know, being in the hospital with all the older people going to rehab with older people. It was kind of it was kind of a shock, but at the end of the day, it was a motivation. You know what I'm saying? Seeing older people work out, getting their stuff to get their nail together. So it kind of motivated me. You know, I was weak, but at the end of the day, I know God does things for a reason, you know? So Well, let me ask you this because we are definitely going to dive into the heart attack and the diagnosis with the cardiovascular disease. But who was BJ before all of that happened? And we we know you came down to <laughs> Alabama A&M University, but tell us a little bit about BJ. <laughs> okay, well, as you know, I am an Aquarius. I was born February second, nineteen eighty-eight. Um, shout out to all my Aquarius. Um, uh, growing up, it was it was cool. I I have a brother and a sister. Um. I want to say rest in peace to my pops. He passed away 2013. So I wish he could hear this, this story that I have, but he passed away from cancer. So um, prostate cancer, I believe. I'm not quite sure what, what, what the deal was, what it really was. But um, I want to give a, a, a praise to him. Um, 
you know, just growing up in Detroit, you know, you learn the ins and outs, the goods and the bad. You know, it was when I got, it's funny because when I got to school, people would be like, you from Detroit? Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'm like, what's up with that? They, you know, they, all they see is, all, all they see, all they say on, but really, all they see on TV is, is the killing and the, and, and uh, all the robberies and all that. But at the end of the day, it's not. It's, it is, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all about how you was growing up, how your parents treated you, how you, how you was raised. And you know, I always was raised to be just just a gentleman, you know. So um, that's that's basically my story of growing up. I don't want to go too much into detail because I don't know how much time we got. So um, well, you know, the hour is yours. It is for you, but you are very very modest, BJ, because I wanted you. I was trying to dig a little bit because. You are definitely an mm -hmm. artist and an expressor in your own right. So I wanted to give you the mm -hmm. ability to speak mm -hmm. to that because we're going to be discussing some future projects that you have going on a little later as well. So let them know about okay. the tracks you be laying. I mean, don't be so modest. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. I was getting there. I didn't know how much time I got. You know, I could talk for days. Now I know if it was 20 minutes, 15 minutes. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. But um, I do have a project <laughs> that I ain't working with with my cousin. Um, I decided to call it blessed, motivated, and focused. I don't have an exact date when it's dropping, but I'm working on it. I want it to be my masterpiece. I've been telling people, you know, I've been, I love music. I'm, you know, a lot of people know me. I, I love music. Um, from growing up when I was little, you know, listening to the Walkman, catching the bus to school, you know, it's just, I just love music, all kind of music. Um, but basically my mixtape will be about, my story, you know, I'm telling people I'm not really trying to get signed. I'm trying to get hurt, you know, at the end of the day. Now, people hear me and they shoot it to somebody and they like, oh, yeah, he, he cold. He nice. And they want to, you know, work with me. We can do that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to get signed. You know, I'm really just trying to get hurt, you know. So, um, yes, it's going to be called Blessed, Motivated, and Focused. I ain't working on it right now as we speak. And I think people will like it. I really do. Now, let me ask you this as well, BJ, as far as this project, Blessed, Motivated, and Focused, did that project happen prior to or after the heart attack? Um, I'm sorry, what'd you, what'd you say? I was asking, did the project come before the heart attack or afterwards? <laughs> when, if it comes before, it comes before. If it comes after, it comes after. Um, it, it, it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. Um, I really want to try to drop it. No, I'm just like saying before. when you began working on the mixtape, and I'm I'm sorry to cut you oh, off, but I'm, I meant I'm, like I'm working on, oh, oh, it's working now. I'm I'm working on it now as we speak. Right, but did you start working on it after your heart attack, or did you work on that before your heart attack? Oh, after my heart attack, I really just started doing this maybe maybe about a month ago, you know, because after 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 I don't know if a lot of people know when you have a heart attack, it's hard for you to breathe. Okay um sitting up laying down so i don't know how my how my breath would be when i was able to rap i would have you know catch my breath and you know switch up my flow i would have to be like kanye west you know when his mouth got wired so i would have to switch up my flow. <laughs> but, as, 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 but as, as the years went on you know what I'm saying um you know my breath my, my breathing got a lot better you know so now i'm able to breathe more hold my breath longer so I'm like, you know what? I might as well start now. Regardless if I regardless if I have have it done before my transplant or, or after or before, it doesn't matter. But um I'm working on it now as we speak. So yeah, that's that. So 
Gotcha. Well, I am definitely looking forward to it. Blessed, motivated, and focused. And that seems to have definitely been your journey as you were dealing with cardiovascular disease. Now, what I definitely want to speak to are maybe life before the heart attack, maybe some things that you were doing, maybe those things mm-hmm. have transitioned or changed since your heart attack. So what was life like before the heart attack? Okay, well, um, I, I, I was a waiter. I've been serving. I, I just love to serve people. You know, as, as food wise, I, I I just think that being people have to understand. I think being a waiter is 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 a hard job. You know, it can be it's not easy, but it can be hard because you might have to deal with a difficult customer. You know, they might have had bad times before they got in, so you have to deal with attitude. But I feel like as a male server, and this is nothing nothing against female servers at not at all. I feel like as a male server, when a female has attitude, I can handle it better because I'm a male. I deal with that. I got a sister, so I can deal with the attitude. So me being a server and my energy, it, it just it just is amazing. And I, I, I feel like even when I had my heart attack, I still was energetic. I wasn't as energetic, of course, because, you know, my body, you know, you know went down and all the stuff I was having to do with meds and stuff like that. Um, but before, like I said, before before the heart attack, I just, I just was just very energetic. I wanted around. I was just, just an energetic person. So when I had a heart attack, it kind of shocked me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was trying to figure out what was the cause of it and what, what really happened. Because you know, when they say you have a heart attack, you have many symptoms like um, um, difficult breathing, or you feel weak in the arms, weak in the back, or stuff like that. And none of that was happening. So, I, so when it hit me, and I got to the hospital, and the doctors told me I had a heart attack kind of you know it's just like i'm 30 years old heart attack oh no 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 i'm thinking maybe i don't know i don't know what i thought it had an asthma attack i just caught asthma for some odd reason i don't know but i didn't i never thought it would be my heart okay so let's go to that day bj because i know like you said you didn't have any symptoms a lot of times people are looking for those symptoms to think that they're having a heart attack so what led up to that moment when you were either rushed to the hospital or you took yourself to the hospital? Take us back to that day. Okay, I'm gonna tell. You, okay, so I, I know the exact day. It was it was July 18th, couple 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 weeks after the Fourth of July. Okay, um, woke up. My mom, my mom, mind you, my mom just went to work. Okay, I wake up. Um, I made made some breakfast, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I'm going to the bathroom. I go in the bathroom, use the bathroom, and I come out. And as soon as I hit my room, I just hit the floor. I can. It was. It was like. It was like a car hit me in the back. I, I, you know what I mean? Like I. Like I just fell over. And I don't mean to get teary eyed. It just was. It just. This just was a moment of you know just just sadness for me. So I couldn't breathe. So I'm banging on the wall, stuff like that. So for the, by the grace of God, uh, my mom. I think she left her lunch or something like that. So she came back. So you know what I'm saying? Let's say she never would have came back. You know, I'm about to knock on some wood. Let's just say she know she never came back. I could have died. So it was a grace of God to turn her around because she could have just got lunch anywhere. You know, she could have just got lunch out by her job. Like, you know what, I'm just gonna forget my lunch and I'll go get some lunch somewhere else. Comes back and I'm rolling on the ground, banging on the walls and trying to get attention. Comes upstairs and she rushes me, put clothes on, and she rushes me to the hospital. So she rushed, she takes me to the hospital, put the wires on me, put the, the, the breathing mask, but I feel like the breathing mask 
was 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 not helping because I, I couldn't breathe and they just kept telling me to leave it on but it was so much pressure to my face that every time I take a breath I feel like I feel like I was not so I, I kept taking the mask off so you're like Mr. Lewis you got to keep it on got to keep it on so I was like, okay I'm gonna keep it on so I, I put the mask on I think I fell asleep woke up I was I happened to be in this room my doctor and my mom and the doctor had this look on his face like I can't I can't explain it like he just looked depressed like, Mr. Lewis, you had a heart attack. So I look at my mom. I'm like, heart attack? I'm like, he's got to be joking. I'm 30 years old. I just turned 30, mind you. So I'm like, oh, okay. So he's like, well, we're just going to have to keep you overnight, which is understandable. So from there, from there, everything kind of got worse. Like, I, I don't know, like, the hospital that I was at, the hospital that I was at is good for, like, trauma, like, like bullet wounds. But it was the closest hospital to, to me. You know, so I had to go there. So, like the medicines they gave me wasn't working. I got bloated. Um, um, feet got swelling, legs swelling. I just wasn't getting better. You know, so we were trying to figure out what was going on. So one day, my mom and me and my mom went to the doctor. <clears throat> when we went to one of this one of the doctors out at the hospital, she was like far out. She's like, I want you to go to Henry Ford Hospital. That's what you need to do. So, okay, no problem. So, um, go to Henry Ford Hospital, and from there, I promise you, I promise you, they took great care of me. Like they would call me every day. Well, after after I was in the hospital for maybe about maybe about mm, let's say three four months, and then they put me to rehab. I was in rehab for maybe about a month because I was doing good, you know. So rehab was like there's no point in keeping you when you know you're getting a little stronger. You're able to go home. You're able to eat. You know, what I'm saying stuff like that. And that time I was I was in a wheelchair, so I've been so I've been through a wheelchair, I've been through a, I've been through a walker, I've been through a cane, so I've been through all three utensils, you know what I mean? So I've seen it all. So, you know, I see people in their wheelchair. I know how they feel. I know I know how it is to try to get around in the wheelchair. I know how it is to get around with a walker and a cane. So, like I said, I was in the hospital for three four months. I went to rehab. After I got out of rehab, everything was everything was working on up up and up. So I had a nurse start coming to my house. So make you know they were doing rehab with me, you know, lifting the feet, lifting the legs, lifting the arms, standing up, standing down, get on the treadmill, maybe ten minutes, working up to fifteen minutes. So then they put me in actual rehab. So actual rehab will be an hour. So I would do the bike for thirty minutes. I would do the treadmill for thirty minutes. Then it got to the point where they was like, we're going to start doing stress tests. And for people who don't know what stress test is, they put the wires on you, they put you on the treadmill, and they evaluate you to see how long you can last on the treadmill. So with that, I, I think I've done that maybe four times since since my, heart, since my heart attack, maybe about four or five times. So first time, first couple times it was kind of hard, you know what I mean, because every time I eat, every time I incline my, my, my steps, it was kind of get harder. So it was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta learn how to breathe. And mind you, I'm not, I'm breathing with the with the with the like a mouth guard in my mouth, so that makes in and a uh, thing to you know uh, prick my nose, so it's kind of hard. But you know, at the end of the day, you, you got to push yourself. You know, I I remember, I want my want my, my dad want my dad want me to push myself. So I went from I went from doing the treadmill, getting stronger and stronger. Um, I I see the doctor all the time. Um, it's, I go back like every month. You know, most people go see the doctor what maybe every what six seven months maybe I don't you know. But I go out you know, if, right, if that. So I go see a doctor maybe I went to go see a doctor every month. Um 
And um, yeah, it was it was just I, I really want to let people know about the situation when I was in the ICU. Um, what happened was now this is when I was this is when I was here before. This happened maybe about I think last year. Um, this is the time when COVID really hit, and I was getting my meds through the mail. And the meds started coming slower and slower. So I'm like, dang, okay, I need my meds, you know. So it was this time where meds, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they lost the meds or what was going on. And um, um, sorry, I had to catch myself. Um, okay, so meds stopped coming or whatever. So um, sorry, my phone is blowing up right now. Jeez, there's people hearing me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, people blowing, phone blowing up. I'm to put it on mute for a minute. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so the meds started coming in slow, and um, so I wasn't taking my, so I, I wasn't able to take my meds. And the meds that I needed were, I don't know if you know, heard of, they're called Bumex, or it's a water pill. Basically, you know, the water pill is to help me, you know what I'm saying, urinate more and get get more uh, uh, fluid out of me. Because when you have a heart attack, you, you know, your blood doesn't flow like normal person does, so you accumulate fluid, you know what I mean? More like, that's what makes you bloated, that what makes you, uh, swell in the legs and the feet. Well, okay, so then I'm going to the hospital, and it, it was it was horrible. It, it, was, it was it was it was just horrible. I didn't I didn't recognize my sisters. I didn't recognize my mom. My mom said she would come in. And I I didn't even know her. Like I would just stare at her and be like, I don't even know you. So my mom was like, you know, what was really going on? And so the doctor was like, it might be you that time. So I'm so I wake up maybe oh. I don't know maybe like two days later. And the doctor sit on the end of my bed, and she's like, uh, Mr. Lewis, you are blessed. I'm like, why? She's like, because we, we almost put a plug on you. I'm like, put a plug on me? And I'm waking up, but I'm like, mm. I'm like, you know, like, you, you know what I'm saying? You wake up, and you just hear that from your doctor, like, you, they put a plug on you? So I'm like, okay, so I'm asking why. And it's like, well, you know, the meds that you stopped taking, you know, kind of interfered with the medicines that we were giving you now, because the meds that we're giving you, and when you go to the hospital, they end up giving you new meds. You know what I mean? It might not be as much as the meds that you take now, but they give you new meds. And the meds that they was giving me, my body was like, no, we good. We're not, we don't, we're not used to this. So my body shut down. And so when doctor was like, we was that close to pulling the plug. Like, we got into a room with all the doctors and like, Mr. Lewis, it might be that time. So, so I guess for some reason, my body just woke up and doctor was like, well, the medicine we gave you started to work again. And I also want I also I also want to say this too. Um, make sure people, but I let people know take sure make sure they take care of their kidneys because I had to do dialysis, and that's probably the worst thing I ever had to do. And I've never I I, I never want to do that again. I had to do dialysis maybe every day, and it just drains your body because once I had my heart attack, my kidneys failed, and you know I couldn't eat for real. Like the food I was going down, I would throw right back up. So I really want people to know that really take care of your kidneys. Make sure you eat healthy. Make sure you eat all the right things. Um, you know, whatever you put in your body, you make you know, say take care of. It. You know what I mean? So your body is what people say. Your body is your temple. So you got to take care of your body. So start eating healthy more. Start eating fruit. Start eating yogurt. You know, stuff that is good for you. I had to learn that because I admit, before my heart attack, whew, girl, I was eating. You talking about fast food? Yeah, I was eating all that, <laughs> everything you could think. And then I was working at a, then I was working at a restaurant. So and then I didn't get out to about what maybe what two three o'clock at night. So all that burgers and fried food, I was eating it. I admit it, I was eating it at three o'clock. You know what I mean? Wake up, 
about four, no, no, about four, four o'clock. Got to be at work at five. Well, here we go, starting the day again. So I had to learn, you know, I had to put that 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 nutritious in water, um, smoothies, uh, fruit juice. You know what I'm saying? I try to stay away from pop as much as I can. Um, when I was in the hospital, the only thing I could drink was like uh, mist or like Sprite because they don't have like caffeine. You know what I mean? So I couldn't do like Coke or something like that. But <clears throat> but like I said, I like I really well, I, let I really me want people. Ask, to, oh, go ahead, go ahead. And I was going to ask you this in regards because, like you said, you worked in a restaurant, you were a server, you got off late. It was nothing to you know get a burger, some wings, fries, whatever it may be. <laughs> How hard uh-huh. an investment was that for you to go from that type of eating lifestyle to going to the mm-hmm. smoothies and the water and the fruit and being healthy, you know, not eating them Coney Island wings and French fries, smothered with ranch and okay, what you know, what you know about Coney you know? Island now? What, what you know about Coney Island? I girl? know all about that Coney Island. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up because it, 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 it's not funny, but it's kind of is because when I got to the hospital, you know, I, I, and it's not a joke to them, but it kind of is. I feel like hospital workers should be on worst cooks of America because they can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, I'm not trying to be funny though, but I mean the food they were giving me. How can you give me a burger? That ain't a burger. I'm like, I'm like, I start eating and I'm like, bro, what is this? Horrible. So I feel like, okay, you know what? That put me in a mindset. I'm like, I just don't need to eat it. That's a guy. That's a guy way of saying you don't need to eat it. So I went from eating yogurt, I went from eating fruit baskets, salad, oatmeal, because you know, you know, in your hospital, you can you can order your food, you can eat breakfast whenever. So I, if I want some oatmeal, I right. eat oatmeal at night, and they'll be like, Mister Lewis, you just had that earlier. I don't care, y'all can't cook down there. <laughs> so I <laughs> can't mess up no fruit now. Y'all can't be messing on no strawberries and watermelon now. I can't be doing that. So, if you know, I mess that up, I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then I don't know if you ever heard. You ever heard of insurance? It's like a. It's like a. Yes. Um, yes, now, I have. I, I've I, never I, had it. But I've heard of it. Now they got the milkshake ones and they got the the uh like the Kool Aid style ones, like the fruit juice. I I really did the fruit juice because the milkshakes was too thick for me. So um I started doing the insurance. Um. Uh, so I started doing the insurance. Um, so. I'll get the insurance with my meal. And the insurance helps you with your protein. It helps you gain, you know, gain a little weight, put some weight on it. Because I was skinny. I went from, I went from, ooh, what was I, maybe 190 to, what, 130? I lost maybe like 70, 60 pounds in the hospital. Because so, I had to drain all that, all that fluid off me. You know what I mean? So I'm like, dang, right. bro. I wake up, I'm like, I'm like the young Wiz Khalifa. I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So I lost all that weight. But like I said, but at the end of the day, but like at the end of the day, um, it, it's 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 a story, man. It's a story. A lot of people, a lot of people, when they, a lot of people that know me, they know I'm energetic. You know, I, I like to, I like to do, I like to be out. So for me, for with even with the COVID hit and my in my condition, because you know they say people with asthma and heart failure, you know, they they can catch it the they they can catch it the quickest. So I got to be, you know, super cautious of who I'm around and. You know what I mean, stuff like that. You know what I mean, but like I said, I mean, it's Detroit. It's it's winter right now. Where I'm gonna go? It's cold outside. It's negative degrees. Also, no, well, so I'm cold here in Alabama, so I can only imagine what it is 
up there by the water in Detroit. That's a different type of code. Mm-hmm. See, our code mm-hmm. is no comparison. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, y'all. Now listen, y'all, 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 keep, y'all get cold now, but no, no, I don't think I don't think you'll get Detroit cold. No, no, no. That part. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, BJ. Outside of the dietary changes, what are some other drastic changes that you've noticed that you've implemented since the heart attack? Hmm. Okay, you want good or bad? No, oh, I, you I know this you. is an honest no, show. I, I, oh, I, I got, I got you, I got you. Uh, and, and I, I, you know, and, and I, I really, I really was, was. Uh, I really don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. I really was a heavy smoker. Um, you know, and it's the heart attack. I, I haven't smoked in two years. Now it's kind of a dramatic change for me because I just, I just used to, sm- I just used to smoke a lot. And I think that, you know what I'm saying, that also has a big effect to it. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if that was the exact reason because, see, I'm adopted. So I don't know if it was hereditary for the reason why I have a heart attack. Um, you know what I mean? So that was definitely a dramatic change. Um, but there's a lot of things that I want to, you know, finish. Um, I want. I was in school. I wanted to be – I wanted to go into radio. And um, – I think I, I, I well I don't think I know that after I, I get this transplant that's what definitely what I'm going to do I'm going to uh, probably do community college and then um, try to work my way to Wayne State and then go from there because you know I think I have a voice for it I have a personality for it uh, I think people 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 just like to hear the voice you know and you might need you need a voice in, in, in this industry nowadays you know so um, with that being said I think that's that's that was a dramatic change. Um, they got to change my lifestyle. Like I said, eat like like you said, eating and habits, stuff like that. Um, other than that, really, I really can't. I really can't say too much of a, of a change for real. I'm still the same person. I'm always, you know, what I'm saying I'm all, I'll, I'll always be the same person. I've been, I've been depressed, knocked down, this and that. But at the end of the day, I, I, it, like I said, God, I got, God does things for a reason. And I always ask, you know, I always wonder why me, you know. But at the end of the day, like I said, God thinks, does things for a reason. And this could be a reason to wake my ass up, period. So um, this is this just how it is. So, you know, I don't take anything for granted. You know, I'm I'm humble. It turned me into, I've always been humble. Well, since my heart attack, I've really became humble. Like, I, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. You know, you don't know what people's going through. You know what I mean? They might smile in your face one day and, you know, I don't know, you're on the next. So I always tell people, keep your friends close, enemies close. Absolutely. And I'm a firm believer as well, BJ, in giving individuals their flowers while they are still here. Everyone does not have the same story that you have. Some individuals, unfortunately, have encountered cardiovascular disease and they are no longer here. Their memories are continuously held on. But you are still here. You still have a story to tell. You still have a purpose in your life. And I love the way that you're taking it and being so positive with it, because a lot of times it's very easy to get depressed and get stressed out you know, but with you, you took it and you said, you know what? I'm going to fuel this into my mixtape, blessed, 
motivated and focused. One thing I do want to do, because I do know that there is an individual on the line by the name of Mr. Emmanuel. He also has a story that I would like for him to be able to share with you as it does relate to heart attacks. As he saw the promotions for the show, he was extremely excited and wanted to make sure that we did provide that time so that you two could coincide and share that story. As well, if there's anyone on the line that has any questions, please do not hesitate to dial star two. Once again, that is star two to get on the line. For those just now chiming in as well, you are now a part of TalkShoe, Poet Radio, Faith Inspired Expressions. I am your host, Enigmatic Mahogany. Black Ice is our CEO and leader. We're going to go ahead and jump to Mr. Emmanuel, and I will allow him to do a brief introduction and then tell his story as it relates to heart attacks, because we want to make sure that on this show, yes, we have a good time. We will laugh. We play some music from time to time, but we also are here to inform, educate, enlighten, motivate, and encourage someone that may be going through. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in Emmanuel. Hello, Emmanuel. How's it going? What's going on? It's going pretty good, pretty good. I'm listening to the message. Shout out to Detroit. You know I'm Flint, Flint, Michigan, and Detroit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Detroit in the building. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. Flint and Detroit in the building. West Side, Quincy. You already know Brightmo. Oh, man. Brightmo. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we still good, though. We both for d bass. <laughs> Hey, good to meet you. We might as well be having a whole house party over here. We 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 having a three one three party, and they know it. And I see three one three. Good to meet you. I want to hear your story, man. Yeah, good to meet you too. Yeah, I had saw her put that up, and uh, I was like heart attack. And so, what it is is, um, I lost. I lost uh, two ex-spouses from a heart attacks, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my, myself, I had a op- I got a open valve relapse. They call one okay. of my valves broke, so I'll, I'll be going um, having them in, the, in them stress tests and the EKGs and things of that nature mm-hmm. myself. So, so back in um, last year of June, me and my Second wife, we we've been separated for a while, but uh, we still we was best friends. We still was real close. It's my son's mom. We still communicated a lot, right? So she okay. had uh, she had high blood pressure and she was di- diabetic also. But mm-hmm. we but what what happened? They say she had got over excited or or or, or, or call it like over exhausted herself because she was trying to do a lot of things and fulfill life. Like she, she had to get a house. She's trying to get a new house. She's trying to do it for our son because, you know, he incarcerated. So she is trying to prepare, prepare for that, right? So what what it okay. is, they say she got so over-exhausted that uh, I guess it caused, it, it, caused, it can't cause, I ain't studied it all, but I guess it can cause your heart to beat more faster or you know, when you get over that, it's hard on her heart. You know what I'm saying? Even though she already had diabetes and, and, and she was kind of heavy woman at that too, right? That was kind of mm-hmm. weighted mm-hmm. on her heart. Her weight, that weighted on her heart too. But uh, they found her at the house uh, in Texas down here. Uh, she had passed away and, and, and they said it was from a heart attack. And 
it was kind of shocking because she was only 55 when she passed. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, it was, it was shocking. And so my, I had a, my, my first wife spouse, she, she passed because they found their pathway in her sleep, but then her heart had failed too. So a number of things is with her. So she was a uh, heavy drug taker, right? So okay. I guess, I guess he had a, some one bad time, um, took so much bad stuff, they say, that infected her heart. She died in her sleep, but her heart has, has stopped working. Okay. And, 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 and so I don't understand two spouses passing on me from heart attacks. And so when Monogamy had, uh, had that on her, on her page and said somebody was going to come on talking about heart attack, I was like, I want to uh, join in because I got personal, I'm personal uh, affected by people passing away from heart attacks on me and my two spouses, you know? And um, yeah, also I want to add this because you, you said you was in a hospital and um, you, when you was in uh, ICU, right? And they said yeah. about something about, putting, putting, you know, about letting you go. Um, I don't know if Nahagami remember, but I got a story, my personal story. I, I, I had a life and body experience, but I also uh, died. I died actually at uh, Hurley in Flint in the hospital. I, mm. I, fast. I, I got shot up. I got shot up mm. and, um, and they had to rush me to the hospital. But I flatlined when they had to, they did the operation. I flatlined, actually had an out of body out of experience and passed away. But I'm here today, so you know, God, God, God said that um, He ain't ready for us yet. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm saying that yep. to you that uh, yep. it was something, or something is going on in your life, or was going on in your life, and He said no. You know what I'm saying? You could have, could have been gone like like other people, but but like you said, God got a purpose for you, and He kept us here, and we still here for that, for that purpose. We just got to find out the exact purpose that He want us to do. You know? I'm yes, thankful sir. to hear that you survived, bro. And that's that's a testimony yeah, within itself. Yeah, man. And uh, I, I, like you said, man, God has a purpose, and you know, like I was saying, man, uh, you know, I always I told myself, you know, ask, I don't want to ask God why me, man. You know what I mean? Because it could have happened to somebody else. I feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, li- living a good life, you know, doing the thing I was working, making money. So when it hit me, it was like, dang, you know, you kind of put me, you know, been a back burner, you know. But like I said, at the end of the day, you know, God does things for a reason, man. So. Uh, you never know what his purpose is, you know. So I, I'm just following the steps that he that he's that he's taking me, man. Right, right. Yeah, I'm 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 50 right now, and so like I said a couple months ago, I had some pains around my chest area. And my my family and spouse was talking about go go on in and had a test, and I was like, I'm good. I ain't gonna waste no money, you know. That's how I be, cause I'm I'm like 150 right now, so I'm lean. You know, I got a lot of okay. muscle, but I'm okay. lean, so I don't. I feel healthy, you know what I'm saying? So they like gone in there. They took a lot and they told me, they said, listen, man, you good. Your, your valve is strong. You ain't got to worry. Your valve stronger than me. You ought to be riding the treadmill longer than I can. You don't be corrected up in here. So he said, your heart good. Your heart good, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but I had to go in there. I had to go in just to see because when you can't you can't mess around with your heart. You can't play with that area, you know what I'm saying? Because oh, no. Uh, no. it ain't like you. It ain't like you breaking an arm and can recover from that, like you know what I mean, a couple months, you know what I mean. But cause see, heart attack take take it take time. They gotta find you the right heart, find you the right blood type. You gotta make sure that everything is on the up and up. Um, then when they told me, I had to get I had to get my eyes my eyes and my and my teeth done. 
And I was wondering, I'm like, what's okay. that got to do with your heart? They said, they said, you know, they don't want my contacts in my – every time I had a procedure done, bro, I had to take my contacts out. It was, that was, I was, that was the number one procedure. And I was just like, okay, I didn't ask no questions. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, being on a transplant list, you know, they, 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 they took me off, bro, because I was so weak, man. I was super weak. I tell okay. you, you know, I, I, I couldn't even do no type of no type of therapy. I didn't want to do therapy in the hospital, but I was so weak, like you know. But I, as I as as days went on, I got a little stronger. You know what I'm saying? So, and with and with the teeth and with the mouth, I guess they don't want any infections with you know what I mean. So they got they got to take care oh, of that. Yeah. So so yeah, you right. yeah. Mhm. Mhm. So like that. Yeah, you got to keep your yeah, feet, your eyes could be get gangrene or anything in there. They, my, you know, my uncles, they went through that, and they got their feet amputated. So, you know, that's a tender mm. area. I, be, I believe it's a vein, it's a vein, if I'm not mistaken, that goes from the heart to the eye, to the eye, somewhere Ooh. around there. It's something like that, yeah. So, yeah, because yeah, it's confusing, bro. I'm like, I can get my eyes checked. But, I mean, I get my eyes checked, right. you know what I'm saying, because I wear glasses. So, kind of take, so I, I do that normally. Okay. When they told me, when they told right. me I really need to do that, I was kind of like, what? I'm like, what does the heart have to do with eyes? But I was like, they, I was like, doctors know best, man. So I, I right. no problem, no problem. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you, man, for for for, for tuning in, man. Because a lot of people need to hear you, hear hear my story. A lot of people need to hear your story, man. Sound like you've been through a lot, man. Right, right. You know, and, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, you got a Facebook or Instagram or something like that. Yeah, I got all that. I'm gonna give it to my. She can send it to you. Uh, I can. Uh, before we get off, but she can, you know, she can get you the information okay. and stuff. Uh, okay. I wrote. Uh, yeah, I'm an author too. I wrote my second book. I'm trying to catch okay. up with her. She got co out there, and I, I'm still on the second okay. one. But uh, my first, my okay. first one is an autobiography. It talks about my street life in Flint, Michigan, and Detroit, and around the areas. Okay. And uh, you probably know the story about about the guys, though. But yeah, it was a. Um, a fast-paced life I lived, and, and I survived it. I did life. I had a life without parole sentence, and I did 17 years in prison, and God took, mm-hmm. uh, got me out of that. And, you know, uh, mm-hmm. life and death experience. I died and came back to life, so I got a purpose for being here. And uh, you mm-hmm. too. So you said you're in the music, so God going to use your voice and your talent to uh, to speak to people, you know, and speak about your yep. testimony. I think you should write a book about it also. I was just out. Hey, man, I was- I was waiting till you was done. I was just about to say that. I was just about to put the book and the music <laughs> together. I was going to call the book the yeah. same thing as my yeah. – yeah. I was just waiting till you was done. I didn't want to cut you off, bro. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. That's the lady to help you out with. She got her four, four books out, so she's going to get a, get you there. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I, 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 wanted, I wanted to ask you something about – about expounding on that kidney part, cause, cause uh, okay. a lot of people really don't know that you mentioned about being healthy with your kidney, cause people eat anything. Like, like you said, fast food. I had my, uh, uh, I had another spot. She ate, ate a lot of fast food and and heavy set. And you know, you don't understand them kidneys can go out. I know, I know two people. My brother, I lost a brother from dialysis too. I was gonna say that my brother Osi, he died from that dialysis. His whole heart shut down, everything. His organs shut down, everything. I, I know dialysis. That's a bad thing to do, go through too. Man, bro. I mean, I was doing that every day, man, and it just drains your body. Like, like you yeah. get back to the hospital, you don't even want to watch TV, man. You just want to sleep. Yeah, that's how my brother was too. But he he passed because he wouldn't cop. He wouldn't quit smoking and drinking. He was hard headed. Yeah. Yeah, so the kidneys, you got to eat right with some kidneys, huh? So what, what's the uh, ingredients you should take for your kidneys to keep it strong? 
I, I mean, I, like I said, man, I just I just stop eating all that, man. So I try to if I eat like bacon, I try to do low sodium. You know what I'm saying? Anything, okay. anything with low sodium. You know what I mean? Now okay. with sausage, if you if you notice if you notice, and I and, and I've learned this, if you notice when you cook bacon, look how much grease it is in that pan. Okay, when it you is. cook sausage, look how, look how much grease it is in the sausage pan. It's not as much grease as it is in the bacon pan. So so okay. with that being said, I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to eat low sodium. Now it's still not good, but I mean it's better. It's better than regular bacon. You know what I'm saying? Now, I've tried to eat regular bacon and it kind of upsets my stomach a little bit. But if I go for the low sodium, it doesn't upset my stomach a little bit, as much. You know what I mean? So um, right. I try. I try. And then with eggs, man, I try to stay away from like fried eggs. I try to eat like hard boiled eggs, scrambled eggs. You know, it's a little mm. more healthier. Um, yeah, matter of fact, I had when I was doing rehab, right when I was doing rehab. When I was doing rehab, I also was doing rehab, and they also gave me a. a Nutrition diet class. So the lady was giving us all the ingredients to what we need, what we don't need. If we do salt, do try to keep it low. You know, you don't want to be high in sodium because all that, all that makes you bloated. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I had to, I had to learn from that. Cause like I said, bro, but before my heart attack, man, I was eating all that, man. Ain't anything you could think of. Coney late at night, Coney early in the morning, man. It, it, I, that's just what I like, man. You know what I'm saying? And I like going out. So I had to learn. I had to learn. If I go out, man, I gotta eat like salmon, salad, something you know, stuff that will will not upset my stomach as much, and stuff that is is really good for you. You know, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know that you know salmon is really good for you. I didn't know that. I thought it was you know. I just thought it was just a regular fish. You know what I mean? So, but they mm-hmm. say salmon is really good for you. They say it's good for your heart. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, heart. yeah. Salmon is high in protein. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Yeah, salmon is high in protein. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you, yeah, you, so, know, you know, yeah, you know, like, saying, if you notice, you know, your, when your organs shut down, you know, saying, your uh, the heart doesn't, it doesn't function properly. So, okay, there, there, go right there. I'm like, okay, well, since you're telling me that, I know I gotta start eating better. You know what I'm saying? So, and I always like fruit, bro, but now it's like I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it, bro. Like I eat, I, I do smoothies. I try to drink at least two smoothies a day because it fill, it fill your stomach up. Drink a lot of water. Right. Now, if you don't know, water will fill, water will fill your stomach up too. You drink three cups of water, bro. You yeah. feel you full. You yeah, yeah, that's eighty percent of your body anyway. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, 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 I stopped eating. Uh, this is what I did. I, I had to do seven all um, years of concentration. I chose to stop eating meat. I did. I did a year on a year off for of meat. Right. Totally no okay. meat. Okay. It's all all two vegetables and everything. So what I did before I got out, I stopped eating red meat. I stopped eating pork. Period. I ain't pork in okay. over 20 years, you know? And okay. uh, then okay. I cut away from the salt. Then I cut away from the white flour and the white sugar and all that type of stuff. So, so yeah, you, you go on the right track. You eat a lot of fish, a lot of tuna, a lot of, a lot of um, I eat a lot of lamb, too. You know what I'm saying? I, I drink almond milk. I wash my milk okay. intake because cause the natural milk that we eat now is cow milk. And if, if people don't understand, we weren't supposed to consume cow milk. Cow milk is for the calf. So it can grow. It's not human consumption. But, you know, people believe that. But anyway, but, yeah, I eat almond milk, now, rice milk, and other stuff. Okay, okay. I'm going to take that. I like almond milk. Okay, I, okay, I got you. And then, like, but yeah. I don't know. I, my, my mom buys this milk, but it's, like, it's a, it's a milk that, like, lasts longer than a regular milk. I don't know I don't know if it's healthier, but it tastes healthier. But uh, that's what I've been drinking, you know. But I don't drink. I, I used to. I used to love milk, but I don't. I try not to drink milk as much, man. I try to stay away from. I try to drink it maybe once a week, bro. You know, I try to. You know what I mean? So, 
Like I said, I try to drink water, keep the smoothie, fruit juice, anything, anything that's, that's good for me, man. Well, I'm curious. You on the right track, though. What I was going to say, you uh start doing uh some speaking in places, different places. Have you thought about going around Detroit? You know, giving awareness. You, you yeah, I, like I, that? I, I thought, you know, I want to be, I want to, I want to do that. I really, I feel like I want to be fully healed for that, man. I want, I want, once I, once I, once I get that all done, I feel like I'll be able to speak and and really give people my testimony because then people will know that I've actually had my transplant. So I could give them, okay. you know, you know, a blessing of I've, I've been through it all and I've been through a transplant. Okay. You ain't know what transplant, the kidney? No, no, I went on a heart. Oh, you ain't on the heart. Oh, you still okay? Okay. Well, yeah, I'll be praying for you. I'll be praying for. I know I had an ex, uh, 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 a friend of mine. She just got a kidney transplant. She wait, so she was doing dialysis a lot. She just went through that, so I understand that. But yeah, we'd be praying for you to get that too, man. Appreciate you, man. I thank you, man. I thank you. And I definitely want to thank you as well, Emmanuel, for taking the time out of your evening to come on and definitely share your side as well as it relates to cardiovascular disease. I will definitely ensure that I'm going to connect the dots um, so that you all will be able to communicate because that's what it's about. It's about growth. It's about awareness and being able to have that common bond. So I'm very glad that this moment was able to happen live on the radio show this evening. Emmanuel, once again, I love, love you to life. I'm looking forward to the book that you are working on. Definitely looking forward as well to the book that BJ is going to come out with. Looking forward to the speaking engagements because I'm here for all of it by all means. Now, one thing I did want to touch upon very quickly because a lot of times when individuals hear the word transplant, BJ, they really don't have a firm understanding or grasp of it. They really only think about John Q. So can you let people on the line know what that transplant experience is like? Uh, well, I haven't, you know, I'm still waiting, but, but with speaking of John Q, yes, that movie, that movie, that movie is deep. I, I will give you that. That movie, that movie puts a lot of stuff into perspective. Um, uh, I don't, I don't think my story, I mean, I, I, it's deep, you know what I'm saying? But that movie, is, it show it shows people, what, what people go through for their family to get a new heart, you know? And this, the transplant experience that I'm going through right now is 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 is, is, is almost overwhelming, but it's it's a blessing. You know, like I said, some days I feel depressed. I might be down and out, but nobody will know that because I can't. I can't. I've learned from my pops: you don't show your emotion. Any man doesn't show his emotion, his true emotion, and I've learned that. So if I'm down and out, I try not to show that. So when I'm around out and out and about, people will be like. You had a heart attack, like you act normal. I'm like, that's just how I am. That's just that's just my personality. And I remember, I remember I had went to a stress test, and I was talking to the doctor, and she was like, "You just have so much energy. I didn't, I wouldn't even know you had a heart attack." I'm like, that's just how I am, you know. So it's uh, it's it's, it's just been it's just been a long journey, two years. It'll be three years. And that and goes to show. That goes to show for the misconceived notion as it relates to heart attacks. You know, you don't necessarily have to be overweight. You don't necessarily have to be, as I know Emmanuel was talking about his one of his spouses being highly on drugs. It doesn't necessarily take that. So to know mm -hmm. that people can see you and and know that, hey, you know, he has a whole lot of energy. He's still, you know, running with the best of them. I think that's very important for them to see because it makes them more aware of their body. Mm -hmm. 
makes them more aware of decisions that they're making, whether it be activities in life or whether it be their nutritious habits. You know, even me listening to you, you know, I, I told you before, I'm a Coney Island junkie. You know, every time I come to the dish, I have to have my wings and my fries and my Texas toast. You know, so I can do better as well. So definitely being able to hear this dialogue, not only from you, but also from Emmanuel, kind of keeps it fresh on my mind. Like, you know, hey, although I'm a little younger, it doesn't mean that it could not happen to me. So I thank you for being so vocal. I thank you for being so transparent as well. Because and I do want to say something. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm going to let you talk. I just want. I just want to say this last little story before you before we go. I I feel like I need to tell the story, but go ahead. I'm gonna let you. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no! No, by all means, like I told you, BJ, I'm a talker. My major was speech communications, <laughs> theater, radio, and TV, so I can talk them all okay. to the end of the road. So this night is about you and your story, your testimony, your continuous journey. So without further ado, I want you to take the floor. Whatever it is you would like to share with us this evening. Okay, so I I, I have to tell the story. Because it, it, my, I was I was talking to my cousin the other day, and he told me I should tell this story because I've told him this story before. So I was with I was with, I was with my sister. She she we grew up together. Uh, she she she's been by my side since day one. Um, I just want to give her a shout out. And Ashley Grimes, I love you to death. Uh, I was with her, and we was at a car at, at a car wash, and she got her car done. And you know when you you park to the side and you uh, clean cleaning the car and stuff like that. So she's cleaning the car and I'm standing on the outside, okay. And it's this guy standing next to us, like a like an older guy. And he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so I'm standing there and he's like, "I'm like, what do you mean?" He's like, "You gonna let your you let your girl do all the work?" And I was told him like, "Well, you know, I'm not strong enough to you know move around as fast." And so he was like, "Okay." So I told him about my experience. He was like, "He had, he went he's going through the same experience." Heart attack. Now he was an older guy. He had to be maybe, I don't know, maybe about maybe in the 60s, 60s, it, give and take. And so we're talking, and he's telling me all the things he went through, and and the heart attack, and the transplant, and all that. They had he just got a new heart. Maybe he said about maybe a couple of years ago. So I'm so I'm sitting there listening to his story, and I'm just like, dang. I'm like, you don't ever know who you meet. You know what I mean? And he apologized because he was like, you just look like you just a bump on the log, bro, just standing there. You know, so. And it feels like she's doing all the work. You know what I'm saying? So, but when he apologized to me, everything like that, and it was just, it just was just amazement to know that you, you never know who you meet. You never know who you meet. And his story just, it just motivated me. You know what I'm saying? I understand he was, a, you know, older guy. Like we said, you know, most people, most people have heart attacks are older. So for me to be 30, I'm 33 now though, but for me to be 30 and to go through, you know, with with most older people go through, it's tough. You know what I mean? But like like I said, being in, being in rehab and, and and watching people, the older people work out, push themselves, it just motivated me. You know, I, I didn't want to be a slump on the law. I didn't want to be depressed. I, what's that going to get you? It's not going to get you anywhere. You, when you being depressed, everybody else around you is going to be depressed. You know what I'm saying? I don't like negativity. I hate negativity. So, you know, if you want to be negative around me, especially what I've been going through, you walk out the door with that. I need positiveness. That's all I need around me. You know, so for him to hear his story and to tell me his story, it, it, it was it was just it was just a blessing. I feel like God did that for a blessing. So I just had to tell that story. I'm sorry, I didn't cut you off. 
Oh, no, and you're fine, and I appreciate you sharing that story because that just speaks volumes to what I said. You know, people never know what you may be going through, whether it be a heart attack, and even just to be real, everyone on the lines, we never know what a person's life is, what tragedy they may be dealing with. It may not be a heart attack. It may be a loss of a loved one. It, it may be stress on the job. It may be family issues, matters of the heart. We never know. So always, always take time to share and listen. Inside of each of us, there's a story. And I'm so very glad, blessed, and humbled that you decided to allow faith-inspired expressions to be a platform for you to share your story. What I would definitely want to do before we end the show this evening, when you get ready to get that mixtape out, Come to me because I want to make sure that I put it on the airwaves over here. When you get that transplant, come on over here again so we can tear that testimony. We can speak to that journey because there is sunshine on the other side. And the fact that you can remain positive in the midst of a storm, that's something that God is very appreciative of. I know your pops is up above smiling down because it's hard to smile a lot when you're going through things, you know, and we put on that smile. We want to have that positive energy. But like you said, sometimes it, it kind of gets a little heavy on you, a little tough on you, but you would never know. And so I encourage you to keep on pushing on. I encourage you to keep being that positive light, encourage you to continue to be that sunshine, no matter what that storm may be that you're dealing with in that interval. I know tonight that you have blessed many on the lines from all over the country, 407-256-517. I've seen all these area codes, some of them I've not even heard of before. So I'm definitely excited that they were able to experience this testimony here tonight. I thank every listener that has timed in. I thank every listener that will listen after the fact to the recording. I pray that this will continuously bless you, not only you, BJ, as well as Emmanuel, but everyone that hears this show. When you start thinking about things, think back, you know, especially when you want to get that Coney Island like five nights a week, you want to think back. What did BJ tell me? What did BJ tell me? Just take it back. So, this is once again the February 14th edition, 2021 of Faith Inspired Expressions. You have learned tonight what to do when the heart breaks. Once again, BJ, thank you, thank you, thank you. This show would not have been possible this evening without you. I want to also once again appreciate everyone for dialing back in through the technical difficulties. I know sometimes it's easy to be like, man, forget this, but you all didn't do that. And so I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart, from the POET Network, on behalf of Black ICO. And I pray that everyone has a blessed, amazing evening. And for those up in the 313-586, all that area, y'all stay warm, y'all. Because I know it's cold here, but we ain't got nothing on this Detroit cold. <laughs> I have one question. So if, if you said it's going to be recorded. So how would I, for people who didn't hear this and want to hear it, how do I let them hear it? Great question. So what's going to happen? Typically, it takes anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes after the showtime, um, sometimes quicker, sometimes longer. But as soon as the recording is available, what I will be doing is I will send you a direct message where you will have okay. it directly. And I will also be doing a social media post across all platforms. So that covers Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. And also, before we go, I find it very important for those that may have just called in because of the promotion and they don't know you personally, BJ, please let these wonderful, fine individuals know how they can connect with you. Okay. You can connect with me. Um, 
Phone number wise, area code 313 782 6564. Once again, 313 782 6564. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, Motor City Rep 313, M O T O R C I T Y. I repeat, 313. And you can also find me on Facebook, uh, B, what's up, BJ, B Jizzle Lewis. Um, yeah, I don't have Twitter, so. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I had to get into Twitter because my son had got it, so I had to get on the Twitter train. But I definitely want to make sure that after this show, the dialogue doesn't end, and that's why it's very important to provide your contact information so that they are able okay. to, maybe they have follow-up questions. Maybe they didn't want to have their voice on the air, but they had questions. Or maybe they want right. to inbox you because they have questions. So I definitely want to make that available. But tonight has been nothing sort of amazing. I, I did not expect anything else. I am very glad to have had this Valentine's Day with you. So to all my Valentines on the line, happy Valentine's to each and every one of you. I'm a firm believer on self-love. So even if you are in your singleness at this time, if you're in that single season, love on yourself a little bit more today. Love on the children, the family, the friends, those around you. Life is such a precious thing and if COVID has not taught us anything else life can be taken at the drop of a dime the drop of a penny we never know it has no age no sex no gender no race so it can happen so just love on those individuals and as we've been able to do with BJ tonight give people their flowers while they're still living and I'd like to actually dedicate this show to your pops I know he didn't die of heart disease or cardiovascular disease but being that you have made him a part of the show and have included him I think it's best that we dedicate the show in his honor and also to your mother and also let me not forget miss ashley grimes i heard that name so thank you for your strength and encouragement and standing by him you're his a1 day one it's always good to have an a1 day one so i thank you for standing by his side and being his pillar when he needed you once again bj love love you to life if there's anything that i can do to be a catapult or a platform for you please let me know. Now at this time, I am going to allow BJ the final words because y'all hear me every week. Y'all hear my voice. So I want to just let everyone know that next week we will be coming back same time, 5 p.m. Central. Next week will be about Black History Month. We all know that, hey, Black History is 365, but we're going to pay tribute and honor next week live on Faith Inspired Expression. So if you want to speak about people that have been maybe encouraged you, people that you're inspired by. If you want to share poetry, short stories, that will be the opportunity to do so. Once again, this is Enigmatic Mahogany signing out. BJ, you have the final words. Final words. Well, I just want to say, I want to say thank you again for having me. Um, this was a blessing. Um, once again, working on this mixtape, motivated, blessed, focused. Um, I'm sorry, blessed, motivated, and focused again. Um, I'm working on that project now. I don't have an exact date, but I am working on that. I want it to be my masterpiece, perfection. Um, thank you to all my friends and family that have been by my side but since day one. Too many to name, but I just want to give my family, Detroit, my, my pals, my Summers, uh, 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 Lewis's, uh, everybody, everybody's been on by my side. Streeters, I, I forgot about you. Uh, I just want to give everybody a shout. I was there by my side who's been calling me, who's been seeing me to, at the hospital when I was down and out. All that all that comes into to, to a circle, you know. So 
And like I said, I always say, keep your family, your friends close, enemies closer, and always want to keep your family close, regardless of what y'all going through, you know. So, um, once again, I did, you know, I want to thank you for saying for, for my pops. Yes, rest in peace to him. He was definitely, he was definitely a great man. Um, he just motivated me just, just to do better. And I know, you like, like you said, excuse me, um, he's looking down at me from heaven, and I know, he, I know he's happy. I know he is. So that's that's my my closing remarks. And like I said, once again, I want to thank you for having me. It was a blessing, and I might tune in next week. But I guess you know, I might do that. Well, I am definitely looking forward to it, BJ. Like I promise you're the final word for the evening. I just wanted to let everyone know to have a very good night. Love on yourself. This is Enigmatic oh, Mahogany. I want to say thank you to my mom. I'm sorry. I want to thank you to my mom, too. I forgot about my mom. My mom I forgot. I oh, I yeah, because mama calls you in and mama take you out. Yeah, you got to be like mama. When <laughs> <laughs> we get off the phone, she's like, boy, what in the world? You ain't going to say my name? Oh, let, me, let me go ahead and add you in. He did, mama. No problem, I promise mama. he got in. He, he talked about you when you found it, when you came back home about the sandwich seat. He talked about you. I promise he did it. And if you ain't here, I'm going to send the recording so you can hear it again, Mom. I'm just saying. She's the one person that took care of me since, since, since I've been in the hospital. Because, you know, if, if I didn't have my sisters around, brother around, my mom was always there since day one. So uh, I can't forget about her because I know as soon as I hang up, she called me. Um, excuse me, boy. What, what, what was that? Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and say happy <laughs> Tell Mama we love her too. We love Pops. We love everyone that has stood in that journey with you. So we're not gonna if if we forget a name tonight. I, I like I tell people all the time, BJ. Charge it to my head, not my heart. That's what I tell people. I I try my best to remember like everything at one time, but sometimes it gets a little difficult. I like that. I like that. Well, I definitely hope that you are able to chime in next week. If not, the recordings are always available after the show, so you'll be able to hear the playback. But it's been a pleasure meeting you beyond the Facebook social media network and being able to meet you tonight on the airwaves. So I just want to once again thank everyone that is tuned in. I pray everyone is blessed in all they do. And please continue to inspire others. And tonight, faith has carried us through it all. Once again, this is Enigmatic Mahogany signing out with my special guest, BJ Jizzle, in the building. Good night, everyone. Good night, y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.